You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Parkinson, and I'm here to help you sell more on your online store. Today, we are chatting with Emma Lovell from Lovely Communications, all about branding, both for your business and your personal brand, and why it's important to have a personal brand for your e-commerce store. Let's jump in. So Emma, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Lovely to see you. Yeah, I'm excited. So uh, I have met Emma through doing her personal branding course, which is very exciting. I watch this space to start seeing more of Karen coming through with the Unstoppable. But just let's get started. We're talking about branding today. What exactly is branding? Yeah, so often people are going to think about branding as business as a business. And we do know some really big businesses, but I think the common misconception with a brand is that people think about a logo. They think about that visual identity. And if we rattle off a few big brands, you could totally picture their logo or their image. McDonald's, <laughs> the Golden Arches. Oh, Golden Arches, uh, Disney, oh, yes. Apple, Nike. Yeah, uh, tick, I'm thinking yep. of you like Zara. Um, you know, the few just you know you go to a Chanel, mall, yeah. Louis Vuitton, all of those. Yeah. yeah, you identify them straight away. But the reason that we know those brands is actually because of all of the work behind the brand. So it's the messaging behind it and the work that they've put into it that makes that logo so recognizable. But I often find that when people are starting to work on their brand, they start with those visual elements and they don't really yeah. know what that stands for i mean if we talk about the technical definition like branded you think about a cow gets stamped with a brand (laughs) i am branded i have uh, my logo on my foot but i tell you what the tattoo came first and then i turned it into a logo (laughs) so you don't have to do that to be branded so everyone listening it's time to book that tattoo appointment (laughs) yeah exactly i i'm not you know i do not ask my clients to go to that far oh good but but then you know What I focus on is personal branding, and I think people don't realize that they have a personal brand. And so what brand really means in that is a brand is is trust, it's reputation, it's experience, it's personality, it's all of those things together behind it that come together to give us that brand representation. Yeah. And so when it's talking about your personal brand, we're talking about your skills, your experience, the reputation that you've built, your personality, all of those things coming together. And it's that experience that people have of you when they interact with you. That's your brand. Yeah. We always used to say that your brand is what people say about you when you aren't in the room. Yes, absolutely. Same. Yeah. Not all those things that, you know, we try and put out there and, you know, to their face. It's like, oh yes, it's this, this, and this. It's like, when you leave, what are they saying about you? And that could be after they've had an experience with your e-commerce store or with you personally. So we tell a lot of our students to humanize the brand because people Mm -hmm. buy from people. So our audience are all e-commerce store owners and they might be thinking, well, I don't have a brand. You know, I've got a business brand. You know, they've got their website, they've got their logo, their colors, and they kind of think of that as maybe the extent of their brand. But we're always saying that because people buy from people, we want to bring the humans forward and show people who it is that they're buying from. So how important is it for them to have a brand? It's huge. We no longer want to buy from nameless, faceless brands. I do understand that there are these big brands that have built up, but they they also have a story 
And often it's the owner's story or the founder's story that we connect to and that we want to hear about. And so although these, a lot of your clients and I, you know, I know them, the the e-commerce space, you know, think about it, there's thousands of products out there. There's hundreds of thousands of millions of products out there. What's going to make yours stand apart? Yes, it could be some very clever branding, some very clever messaging, but actually it's the connection to your story. Why did you create these products? Why did you create this business? Why are you here? Why would they support you? That's important, just as important in some respects, hearing that story behind it. And if you created it, then it's your story. The connection and the story is so true because so I've got a Tiff Manuel handbag. Don't know if you've heard mm-hmm. of her. Yeah. No. And look it up now. <laughs> it's beautiful. But I'm always fine when people comment on my handbag because it's a very different, unique piece. I'm telling them her story. And so she is obviously, it's a personal brand name because she's an artist. And she's on Instagram and I remembered first discovering her. So she does so much behind the scenes where she shows you what she does. So she puts up these big canvases. She shows you her painting them. And then what she does is she cuts up those canvases and makes them into bags. So Mm. if you imagine a clear plastic sort of coating to protect everything, but you see straight through to the artwork and you do, you connect with her and her story and her making those items. And then to the point where when it's on her website, you're getting the exact one that's pictured. So it's not like, oh, you're getting something like this because everything's once off. So she does this design and then you might be getting that bit that's got more pink on it and I go, oh, I want that one or that one that's got a bit more blue swirled through or whatever it is. But then I remember taking it everywhere. I got asked about it and I remember at the doctors once and all the receptionists, they were looking it up and I was showing them and there I was telling them about her story and going, oh, yeah, she does these canvases, she paints them, she does this, she cuts them off. And they're like, oh, so she's a friend of yours? And I'm like, no, 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 I just follow her on Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but she, yeah, she'd really sold me on her story and what she did that I became this huge advocate for her brand and told that story rather than just, oh, yeah, I got it at Maya or, you know, like at a big department store. There was so much more to the story because she did put out that personal brand. Oh, absolutely. And look, uh, the tea I'm drinking right now, I love peppermint tea, but I'm specifically buying from Inspirational Tea Co. They have inspirational little tags on their tea, which I love. Oh, that's such a great idea. It's run by someone I met through Business Chicks. Uh, her name's Tanya Boots. And, yeah, I could buy tea from anywhere. I get a lot of tea from All the places. plugs today. Let's drop in as many yeah. as we can. <laughs> but, you know, but I know how she created it. I've And you could just buy your tea at the supermarket, but you're Absolutely. invested in her story and you've connected with her. Absolutely. And I love, and then I tell people about, and she has a thing called Hug in a Mug. And oh, the how that. she created that and, you know, the thought that goes into that. And I know that every time somebody gets a hug and a mug, they're getting one from Tanya. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Her being front and centre of that as well is, is important and we talk about it a lot and it's like you're the inspiration behind, like you're the one yeah. who created the hugs and a mug. Otherwise you are just another competitor in this, you know, product space. There really is in the e-commerce space, you can have a commodity or you can have a brand. Like you can bring in a product and it can just be a product. So we use the example, uh, I've written a blog around this and setting your pricing of a black Mm. polo top. And you can go to Chanel and you can pay $3,300 or so for a black polo top with a white Chanel logo on it. You can go to Ralph Lauren and you can buy a very exact same looking black polo top with a Ralph Lauren logo on it. $150. You can go to Kmart and you can buy a black polo top 
for eight dollars so you can either with no logo logo. (laughs) put your own own logo here yeah (laughs) you know the difference isn't you know there's not three thousand dollars worth of quality extra in the chanel logo you're buying that brand and although i'm not one to go out and spend three thousand dollars on a polo there are plenty of people that will for that logo that's on there and they're buying that brand they've invested in that brand and their story so i think it really does come down to do you want to have that commodity, your $8 T-shirt from Kmart, or do you want a brand and a story, a thing that people can, you know, get behind and invest in that story and then want to spend money with you? And that really does allow you to charge more as well because you can have more of a high-end brand and that then comes down to everything that you do. But it gets to, you know, it's also those opportunities when we look at how to get the brand out there further. People don't want to just see ads uh so if you're looking at a magazine or online people don't want to just see another product but when you see newspaper stories and magazine stories it's about the founder and how they created it or why they're doing it differently or the value of their business or how they went from this to this overnight which we all know doesn't happen overnight but anyway yes. <laughs> uh, but it's, that's the stories you read if you go and flick through any magazine it's the person behind the store behind the product that is leading there yeah. and so if you're willing to share the why behind your business and there is a why we don't just do this because well very few people do go oh you know yeah, printing black t-shirts is a great thing to do <laughs> so there would be something like that but I'm guessing a lot of your audience have created products also you know created a service even if they're listening because of something that they want to contribute or the purpose that they have. Yeah. You know, we talk about purpose-driven entrepreneurs and purpose-driven e-commerce stores and the people we like to attract really are those people that have that purpose behind their brand. They haven't just created this commodity that they want to sell. They've created something because they either saw a problem that they wanted to solve or, you know, we've even got some really fun brands out there as well. But the difference between the ones that succeed, I think, are the ones that really give in to that sharing of themselves and sharing their brand and putting themselves out there and connecting. It's, it's all about connections, whether it be via social media or via your email or a Facebook ad or whatever it might be, it comes down to connections and people wanting to buy from you yeah. rather than, you know, somebody else. So if somebody's just getting started or if they're listening to this and thinking, oh, maybe I need to give my personal brand a little bit more thoughts, what tips do you have for them to sort of shape what their brand is and how it's sort of perceived? I would first, I always recommend doing a brand audit. So having a look at how you're coming across now. So that is going and having a look at if you have a website, maybe you don't have a website, that's okay, but how you're showing up on social media, how you're showing up when you're, if you are attending events, uh, maybe the type of events you're going with the spaces that you're spending time in. I got my clients to look at one the other day where they're like, are you actually sending emails proactively? Like how are you showing up in your email? Is your email signature reflecting you? Are you, yeah, putting yourself forward at all? You know, people go like, oh, there's no opportunities. Nothing's coming to me. Nothing's coming to me. Well, are you telling anybody about yourself? Like literally I have had clients at the bars and like, have you told your network that you run a business? Like haven't even told the business, like people that. Internet's best kept secret. (laughs) Yeah, it's me who runs this business. And they're like pushing the brand, pushing the business and pushing the business. And it's like. Just that attaching yourself to it could be huge. Is your image reflective of, you know, how you are now? And I'm not just talking about hair and makeup and what you're wearing. I'm just like literally do you look like you in the images you're putting up? So, you know, a LinkedIn photo from 10 years ago, not so great. 
So looking at all of that uh, is first and foremost, so how, how are you coming across so that you can know where you're going? The other thing to do would maybe to be if you don't have the words around yourself uh, would be to go to your network and go to three to five people and ask them for three Ooh, words to describe yes, you. love this. I did this from doing your course and I remember, uh, and that's a great one for everyone Surprising. listening to go out. So I asked quite a few people actually and I'm like, you know, what a, was it three or five you words? You in the group, didn't you? Yes, actually. Yeah. If you're in our free group, the Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs group, I put it in there and asked people, you know, what are the three words that you would describe me as? And, you know, things that I wouldn't have thought of came up from nearly every single person, like the same one. And I'm like, oh, is that what I'm putting out? Some of that was like, oh, great. That's what I'd love to put out. And some I was like, oh, (laughs) so I think that's, yeah, is that what you're getting from me? So I think it's really important. I remember Megan once wrote a bio and called me a rebel. And I remember going, what? Like, and I said to her, why'd you, why'd you call me a rebel? Cause I said to my husband, he's like, you know, he knows that I follow every single rule and that <laughs> I won't go over the speed limit. And that I've, you know, I can be, you know, that really goody two shoes rule follower a lot of the time. And I was like, why did you call me a rebel? She's like, you've got pink hair and an arm tattoo. Of course you're a rebel. <laughs> and I went, oh, like that's what I'm putting out there. And that's, you know, part of my branding obviously is my look and I had never really considered that at all. So I think it's I really think important. We are a rebel in business as well. And that's why we can be so, um, yeah. we separate our professional and our personal as well. And so when I ask people to do this exercise, I really encourage them to ask family, friends, colleagues, clients. So you get that broad perspective. And it, it yes. is generally a very lovely exercise. But I also ask them to ask, to you choose three words to describe yourself. And what we're looking for there is an alignment because your personal brand is if you picture a Venn diagram, it's how others see you in one circle and it's how you see yourself and then your personal brand is in between. So although it doesn't matter if everybody likes you necessarily, it's not everybody's your audience, not everyone has to love you, you don't love everyone else, but to understand that your personal brand is built up of both. So it does matter in that respect how others are receiving you because you might be sitting here going, like, yeah, this is what I'm putting out there. This is what I'm putting out there. Actually, you're not really projecting yeah. who you are at all. And so people are making up their minds about you and people have decided you're this awesome rebel in business, which <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm you like, are. You're, you're, you know, you're doing things differently. That's rebellious. You don't see that. And it's nice to maybe then you go, oh, if they see me that way, I yeah, I can take on a bit of that. Or, or step no, into really that, yeah. Yeah, or I don't, you know what, that's not what, if that's what's coming out there, that's not what I want to be. So you get to change the story and you get to be in control of the story. So the more that you're putting out there about who you are, what you stand for, what you're about, then the more that's going to be received and people are going to start to align, that's going to align Yeah, I love that. And I think that's a really good exercise for everyone to go and do. I also think that he could really do it for the business as well. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, you might be thinking, oh, you know, so many people leave the gold, you know, the thing that their their brand is all, their business brand is all about and they leave those little nuggets of gold right at the bottom in the fine print or like they really don't put it out there and they're like, I'll talk to one. They're like, do you know, you know, we ethically manufacture everything and everything's made in Australia and we do this and this and this. I'm like, I looked at your website and I had got none of that. that. Mm. Like I had no idea. Like why isn't that like? First and foremost. Mm. So if you're trying to put yourself out there as maybe an ethical company or whether you're trying to put yourself out there as, you know, leading edge technology or whatever it may be, 
putting it out there, maybe even just in an Instagram poll, you know, what three words or one word that you can describe us and then seeing what's coming back and seeing if you're actually getting across what you are hoping to get across. So I think this could be a really great exercise on both points, your business brand and your personal brand to see, you know, are you putting out what you think you are? Are people picking up what you're putting down, as my husband would say? (laughs) Well, and I just also like to say on that, like, I think people as well, you know, it's in the, I've got this thing written on my world actually, it's like, believe it, say it, do it. So believing it yourself and believing your messaging that you're saying about your, whether it's your business brand or personal brand, like a big part of the exercise that I do with my clients, as you would know, Karen, is the I am exercise, like saying, I am Karen. I am the owner of Unstoppable E-commerce. Like being able to say that I am is so powerful powerful and we don't say it enough. And so saying, once you decide on those three words, for me, it's passionate, professional, and lovely. And I don't just say those, I believe them, but I also do them. You know, I act them, I live them. And that's what creates the trust. And when we're showing up with our personal brand, um, there's three ways that we receive a message. And I think we put a lot of emphasis on the words. So we've just been talking about the words. And so what you write on your page, it it does matter. And what you when you talk about your business, it does matter. But it's actually only 7% the words that we use. 55% of your first impression is visual. Yeah. But that visual, that doesn't mean run out and do your logo and your colors. It's the work (laughs) that goes behind. So you do need to spend that time on messaging. But then it's how you show up and present that. And I talk to my clients about you know, putting your shoulders back, the way you walk into a room, the way like you need to radiate those words that you're saying. It needs to be in within your being. And then if it's, you say confident and you're like creeping yeah, in with creeping your in. head exactly. down, not looking up, you're not living that. Yeah. Or I'm a straight shooter. And then you, you know, mumble and fumble about and introduce yeah. yourself in the, you know, a, a sort of way. It's like, well, you're not very, being very straightforward or yeah. direct. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But the other way is then your tone and about, oh, my maths is so off at the moment, but it's like 30-something percent is your, 38% I think it is, is your tone. So how you say it and so yeah. how you're coming, you know, so all those three, those three things come together. The And tone can come through in um, text as well, you know. Yeah. The words that's that's the language that we're using and the descriptive so I'm an I'm a passionate person so you're going to see a lot of exclamation marks you're going to see excited I'm going to use the word love I'm going to use get the emojis in there (laughs) I get the emojis in there like and that's me and if you don't like that that's okay but you know I've literally got this is a podcast but I've got a rainbow banner behind me you go to my website is rainbow if you don't like rainbow that's fine. Go move on, move along. Yeah, find somebody else. But the biggest compliment I get is that when people go to my website or will see my visuals on social media, they're like, "When I met you, I felt the same." Or yeah. now I know you, and I see when you're on. I feel like it's Emma. It's all about how you make people feel, isn't it? And so, if somebody's going to your website or if they're going to your Instagram, they should get that same feeling. Experience. Like you don't mm. want to come across really fun and colorful and amazing on your website and then they see you get on an Instagram story and you're there in a corporate suit and just like being really dull and like you've got to actually match up and not to say that your personal brand has to match your business but you know as you coming through if you're on your doing the stories and being the person behind your brand then there's got to be some coercion going on between that so that people are feeling the same and we talk about um, losing the thread between like 
if somebody sees a Facebook ad mm. and then, you know, you might choose one look or feel for that and they go through to your website and there's something totally different that they're seeing there and that can confuse people and quite often they will leave. You've got to keep that same scent through the whole mm-hmm. process of your email, your social media, your website, everything. So I really love that idea of getting behind those three words and kind of nailing what that is both for yourself and for the business so that you can make sure then when you're doing your audit that they're all putting out the same thing. Yes, and through like especially if you have people coming into your business to help you, like imagine if, yes, you had this really fun, funky brand and then the person on the customer service is very formal and very, yeah, um, you know, work. the language is and even I'm going through the process of getting some new pages put on my website and the web developers like, we'll help you with some copy. And I've, I've said no for a long time, but I said, look, throw something together Let's see how it goes. And I took one glance and I was like, Mm-mm, that's not how no, I talk. Not you. That's not me and it wouldn't, it won't fly. So, And obviously that gets, that's down to getting the right people, but we've got some of our students in Econ Club, which is uh, our club for our advanced students that kind of go on after Igniter. And they're getting to the point where they're looking to outsource their content, mm-hmm. so their socials and things like that. And that's one of the things that if you're going to outsource whether it be your emails, whether it be your ads, whether it be your social media in your business, you've got to be so clear on what your brand is and what your brand voice is so that when you're putting that onto the other person, if they're good at their job, they can imitate that. Mm -hmm. They can take on that voice. Somebody else can read it and not notice that there's been a change in the person taking on your socials or things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And we can do that brand messaging guide that the business, often businesses have one, a style guide, if that's the visual, and then a writing guide, which is that this is how we speak, this is our tone, this is, you know, even down to the words that we use or the spelling, um, the style of writing. So having those is quite important. And those big brands that we talked about at the start, they would have hundreds of pages of documents for that to be in there so specific. But your personal brand can also have one and that's the work that we did together, Karen, is is that going through that process for yourself, having key messages that you're trying to communicate about yourself. And when I, people get a bit confused by that, but I just say to them, think about if you had, you could only tell people five things about yourself, especially in an introduction. I get people to do five things. What are the five things that they have to know about you to get a sense of you? And we did a personal brand photo shoot last week and I got the questions I asked were, what is your name? What is your, and please say I am (laughs) when you introduce yourself. (laughs) What is your role or title of choosing? You can, however you want to present that. What does your business deliver or how, you know, we're here for business obviously too. So what is your business service product? I said, why are you here? But we could change that to where are you from? Sometimes that does tell us you could choose where are you from or who is in your family or something like that. I like to bring in the personal side as well. And then I do a fun fact because that fun fact can start such a conversation and I would really encourage your audience to include a fun fact in any bio. That fun fact could be that you love to travel. It could be that you used to be a pilot. It could be that you also run a pet sitting business. It could be that you... um, My fun fact is usually that I've jumped out of two planes and a helicopter. I love it. (laughs) Amazing. You know, and okay, and you're saying you're not a rebel. Like, come on. (laughs) I'm seeing seeing the, the common theme here, but... You know, that's something so fun and that would start the conversation. It's why at the end of a resume you used to write your hobbies and skills because then you would talk about that and you would get a sense of the person by those things that they're talking about. Okay, so you're interested in skiing. Okay, well, 
tell me a bit more about that or okay it just can say so much more about you and so although we don't have to share our entire lives and although I share a lot uh, about myself and I'm very upfront and open there's still a lot that I keep for myself so you can be personal and you can be open and share without doesn't mean you have to share what you had for breakfast (laughs) no no please we don't need that unless it's like really fancy a side bowl and I'd love to see it (laughs) or unless of course your business is all about food yeah Um. (laughs) then then please start sharing the behind the scenes yeah that would be great but but you know there's personal things um I I share my son but not everybody chooses to do that but I am an open person my son is a huge part of my life it would feel like cutting my nose off to spite my face to not include my son and the fact that I'm now a mum, we became mums around the same time. Yes. You know, the way I'm operating is different and that's now yeah. mother. It changes it's, you. It's not a it's I not wouldn't jump out of, of a plane anymore. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. But it's not our all of our identity. And I think that was something that I really struggled with before, getting put into one box. And a lot of people yeah. do struggle with this, the roles and titles that we've had in our lives. So I also would encourage your audience not to introduce yourself with all of those roles and titles. I'm not asking for that. I'm asking for who you are. Who you actually are, yeah. And there's there's a piece of you, but it's not all of you. Yeah, I'm a mum, but it doesn't mean that's who I am. Like, it's You're not Karen. all of me. Yeah, I'm Karen. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like we could talk about this for hours. Mm. But I really want people to understand that, you know, you've got your business brand, and although we want you to work on that as well, it's so important that people connect with who you are behind the brand so that, you know, if someone connects with the fact that you're a mum, mm-hmm. you know, that might help you sell, even if what you're selling is not for kids, it might just make them connect with you on that personal level and then want to buy your face masks or whatever it might be that you're selling. So I think that's so important that, that you are letting people see your own personal brand. And to start with, if you don't do anything else, I would love for you to go and do an audit on all of your, everything that you're putting out there, all of your different touch points, and also go and ask people for those three words. So three words that people would use to describe you. And I would do it for your business as well and mm-hmm. see what comes back. Let us know in the group. If you're not already in there, Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs, we would love to have you join us. So thanks so much, Emma. I'm going to meet you in person in two weeks. So I'm super That's excited so for the I, Business Chicks Conference. In inverted commas, because it's so meet. weird. <laughs> it feels like we know each other. And that's the beauty of this online world is through our photos and through our messaging and through obviously we've spent time on, on Zooms and things together. But then when you actually meet in person, that connection is already there. Totally different. Yeah. Really lovely. Thank you so much. And I will catch you all in the next episode. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're looking to sell more on your online store, be sure to check out my signature program, Ecom Igniter. You can find out more at ecomigniter.com.